Okay, and we are live. Welcome to an episode of Life of Wheels where we cover business, lifestyle, fitness, and travel. And hopefully you are having a great run or driving your car and enjoying the ride because I have a special guest tonight or today, wherever you are listening to this from, is my sister-in-law, Claudia Coniglin. Welcome, Claudia, to the show. Uh, hi, Corey. How are you? And hi, everyone. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, thanks for coming over. You are currently here on the Gold Coast uh, from New Zealand. So before the listeners, uh, before we carry on this, why don't you just give the listeners a background, a little bit more about yourself, where you grew up, etc. So I grew up in New Zealand. Um, I have lived everywhere in New Zealand. I've been to uh, over 15 different schools. So everywhere in the North Island and the South, including Waikiki Island. Um, and the last eight years I've spent in Bali before moving back home for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so um, so what areas did you grow up in in New Zealand? Name them all if you can. So I was born in Taranaki, then moved to Sydney, then once Fatim- mum was pregnant with Fatima, my sister, um, we moved back to New Plymouth, then to Waitara, Waikiki Island, Raglan, Huntley, then the South Island, and in the South Island we lived in Alexandra, which is near Queenstown and Wanaka, then moved to Dunedin, mum moved to Omaru, I moved to Sydney, back to Dunedin, then Auckland, then Bali eight years, Auckland, now Napier. There you go, so you've seen uh, a lot of New Zealand, but you know, one of your passions is travelling, which we'll get into the later on in this episode, but um, so what, what brought you to, to Bali? So my ex at the time, we were together for seven years, his mum and auntie lived in Bali and we graduated in 2008, which was the year of the recession. So it was quite hard, you know, everyone had degrees that just finished the year I did and there was no job. So people that studied law or to become a doctor ended up working at a bank or countdown, which is Woolies for you guys or Coles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, look, it's probably still happening as well <laughs> uh, with the uni system. But uh, so tell us more about your childhood, sports, interests. What did you like growing up? So I started dancing at the age of two and a half and I carried that on till I was about 22 cheerleaded for the New Zealand Warriors and the Auckland Blues and also taught dance in Bali. I used to love swimming, netball, all of that, and that's where I continue with my travels as a swimming and surfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So let's dive straight into the business side of things. So um, tell the audience a little bit of when you started, uh, you know, in Bali, the clothing line and other business adventures from that um, that you've been doing by yourself. So it um, actually all started from my ex's family. I remember my first trip to Bali at the age of 18. Um, Denim, his name was, his father taught us how to hustle. He gave us $200 and he was like, right, you kids go to Bali. When you get to Bali, I want you guys to buy some jewelry, necklaces, bracelets, and bring them back to Sydney, which we used to spend three, four months of every uni holidays. Um, and do the mark. Oh, he got us into doing the market. So we used to be able to turn two hundred dollars into two or three grand. So hmm. that's <laughs> how it all began. Um, and then his auntie was a clothing. Wouldn't say designer. She used to do buying in Thailand. So she taught me the whole fashion industry where you can go to 
Thailand buy for cheap and sell. But I was more into the creative side of um, designing. So I got more into like picking up my own fabrics, designing what I'd want, getting it all made up in Bali and then stocking 15 stores. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what was the, what was the brand called? Tahira Collection, Tahira and Collection. that's my r- real name, Tahira Claudia Coniglin. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And then so from that, uh, obviously, you started diving a little bit more into the social media things as well, which is you know now part of your business as well. So how did that come about with followers and and going down that journey of social media and where it's taken you um, along the way? So I started up my Instagram way back in 2012, so six years ago now, Um, and it started off more as like a travel blog, because back then I was going to America, um, like LA, Vegas, Hawaii, and then I also went to Europe that following year, but when I was living in Bali, I noticed what got the most likes is the lifestyle pictures of being at the beach, being in bikinis, that type of a thing, and I'll never forget one... um, trip I was heading to the MentorWise and my friend who is doing what I'm currently doing now, social media marketing, she worked for like nine brands at the time. She was like, Claudia, can we give you some beach towels, some clothing from Faithful? Can we give you some um, bikinis from Boom Boom Bikinis? And when you go to the MentorWise, um, shoot them for me and you get to keep them. So it started off as kind of getting free stuff and now I am getting paid to post. So <laughs> that's how it all started. Yeah. I mean, and that's what's exciting now is, you know, like you mentioned before, you know, people in 2008 were, you know, your friends were going to get degrees at university and things like that and then having to work and, you know, countdown and pack and save or whatever. But, I mean, realistically now you can go from nothing and have an influence in your community to be able to turn it into a job that you get paid for and traveling around the world and being an influencer and collaborating with other companies. So... What other, what companies sort of your main collaboration that you work with on Instagram at the moment? Uh, mostly fitness companies. So I'm currently sponsored by New Balance. So that's the main one where they pay me in cash and also in product. And same as Sketches. Uh, my one last year was Fitwear, but... Yeah, I'm doing, you know, it's quite good that there's lots of fitness brands that do allow me to work along with other fitness brands. So I'm not, um, how would you say it, exclusive to one Mm -hmm. brand like Nike or something. And that's the important thing is I like how the Skechers shoes work or I like how the New Balance clothes fit or the Canterbury is really good for winter. So yeah, I work with lots of different brands. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um... And so, obviously, through social media and things like that, you've had, you know, all the, the good stuff of social media as well, but you also experienced, you know, the some tough times through social media. Obviously, you know, you were on the, was it the first Bachelor in New Zealand? The second Bachelor. The second, second Bachelor in yeah. New Zealand. Um, and you got a bit of a kickback from that of, you know, some negative stuff that came about that. I'm sure if you were to just share, you know, what happened after... The Bachelor, how you were portrayed through media and things like that, how you know it can impact a lot of women and stuff with bullying online and stuff. Do you just want to share with the listeners a little bit more about your experience about that? Yeah, so um, I moved back in 2016, so two years ago in January to start shooting The Bachelor in New Zealand, and I not had no idea how big that show was in tiny little New Zealand. It was New Zealand's top show at the time. 
And we were never trained for um, the fame or the celebrity experience that came along with being on a TV show. So I, I had no um, idea how I was going to get portrayed on TV. And I was portrayed as a villain, which is definitely not who I am. I thought I'd just be the confident diva type of a thing, but definitely not the villain. And um, yeah, it was quite hard. So first of all, before going on The Bachelor, I had over 13,000 followers on Instagram. And then obviously going on a big show like that, I gained quite a lot more. But then not all for the good reason. So you'd get people saying nasty things to um, me on Twitter. It's not just Instagram. It was always t- mostly Twitter, actually. Yeah, right. Because okay. people were live tweeting um, yeah. while the show was going. Oh, so, right. yeah. Okay. And so... Obviously, through that, I think um, you sort of talked a little bit about it and um, you had a lot of, you know, young fans sort of reaching out to you, sharing their story as well. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I had to coach all the, not just young people, even people my age or older that get bullied at work. So Mm. yeah, I had to do a um, bit of coaching and just tell everyone, um, yeah, it's important to have thick skin and I'm grateful that I do have it and not everyone has that and that's what... Um, does lead to depression and even suicide. You've got to just take it with a grain of salt sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so lifestyle. Uh, what is your ideal lifestyle that you love living? Uh, well, I'm a well-balanced person, so I don't train hard every day and I don't eat healthy every day. So, But I do have some some sort of routine. I don't sleep much as well. I'm a person that only needs six hours sleep. So that's why if I don't exercise, even if it's just a one hour walk, um, you know, I've got to do something every day. Yes, I didn't exercise at all, but I was shopping for two or three hours and carrying bags and walking around the mall. That's yep. that's um, a workout in itself. But yeah, I like to um, wake up in the morning, hit the gym because I'm a morning person, come home, do um, cooking in my housework and get straight into my emails and then I do all my social media posts after dinner because that's the optimization time for me to post, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Um, and so moving forward, obviously now, you know, you're about to have your, your well, after the bachelor, you found the man of your dreams with blowing, got married and, and now obviously pregnant, about to have your firstborn, what do you think your lifestyle is going to look like maybe six months from now? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) I can't believe, to be honest, how much has happened in two years. So literally, as soon as I got off the show one month, I met a guy at my 30th birthday, and that's now my husband, Bluey. And then a year later, he proposed. A year later, we got married. And little did I know, I was two months pregnant while we got married. And now... um, how many months has it been since the wedding? Five months down the track. Um, I'm six months pregnant, and then three months we're about to have a baby. So the next six months is going to be crazy. We're about to head off to Hawaii um, at the end of this month for our honeymoon. So that will be like a baby moon, our last <laughs> trip. And then we're in the process of either doing a new build or buying a house. So I want to kind of get that under the way before the baby comes or you know try and do it in the first I don't know hopefully before the baby but um comes we'll see yeah so what sort of like lifestyle do you uh sort of vision at at the moment when you start having you know your first child and stuff like do you think it's going to be completely crazy or do you think you still got to keep the routine where you wake up early person get a workout in Uh, and all that or yeah well I wish we had the help because 
Louis owns his own business, so he can't really look after the baby while I... Well, actually, if he's... Because I'm... If I wake up at four or five in the morning, maybe I can hit the gym while he's sleeping or he can look after the baby. Yep. So we'll have to just tag team and then I'll come home, look after the baby all day and then put the baby down early for bed. And then in the evenings, um, we have our time and then hit the social media, which is my job. And Yeah, yeah totally. Cool. And that's what's great. You know, you can still run the business you know, by being present and being at home and, and things like that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, let's dive into the fitness side of things. What sort of fitness regime are you doing at the moment? What do you like um, in, in everyday fitness side? Um, so, yeah, when I used to live in Bali, I was a girl that would always um, be at the beach going for runs, walks, swimming or surfing. And since moving back home, I've got into the whole, I wouldn't say city lifestyle, but, you know, going to the gym. Um, we're lucky a year ago we moved down to Napier and there's so many beautiful hikes like Timata Peak and all mm. the waterfalls. So we try and I try and go to the gym. Well, I used to go Monday to Friday, but now that I'm pregnant, I only go three times a week and do light walks in between. And then the weekends we don't... Um, gym or walk around our neighborhood we like to go to places like the beach or Timata Peak and do you know spend some bonding my husband husband and I because he works so hard during the week so that's when we go hiking in the weekends Mm -hmm. yeah so when you go to the gym um what what do you do I do body parts so like for example Monday will be legs day Tuesday arms um, Wednesday shoulders, then yeah. chest, then back. So yeah, the typical bodybuilding type yeah. regime, I guess. And how are you finding it now with, with pregnancy? Are you finding anything different? Um, well, surprisingly, I'm still in shape and don't really have a bump. I have gained, um, four, three or four kilos, but that's mostly, um, water and I've definitely started to eat more. So, um, and I've, stopped exercising as much I used to go five six days a week to the gym and now it's only two or three so yeah I guess um I definitely feel being pregnant um slows you down a bit it's a bit more short of breath yeah yeah. huffing and puffing so when we're off to Hawaii in two weeks hopefully I can still do all the hikes but yeah I'll just have to take it easy yeah yeah so travel obviously you've Always had a travel bug all through New Zealand and Hawaii, America and all these other places that you've been to. So like what what do you love about traveling, the experiences and what are other areas that you'd love to travel to around this awesome globe that we live in? So the most thing um, I love about traveling is experiencing different cultures um, and tasting, you know, all the different foods. So I majored in social anthropology, which is a study of culture and people. So I'm one of those people that if I do go to a place, um, I definitely don't like to do all the touristy things. I like to hang out with the locals, go to the markets, um, not the touristy markets, you know, the local yeah. markets, try all the local food, you know, sit down and have a conversation with them. And that's where you learn the most. I feel like I've learned more from traveling than I ever have at uni. Yeah. Hmm. So what, what would be your favorite place in the world that you've traveled to so far? Oh, it's so hard. Last year we went to Rarotonga. I definitely would say that's probably either the most relaxing and the clearest waters. Right. But um, Philippines, my mum's home 
yeah. town. Yeah. I wouldn't say her hometown, but her home country, because there's a beautiful places in the Philippines, um, like Al Nido, Palawan, Boracay. Mm-hmm. They also have, um, you know, real clear waters. And I think the Filipino people are a lot more friendly than any yeah. other culture I've ever been to, or and as well as the Indonesians. And I don't know, there's something about Hawaii that I'm just always drawn back to. I've been there six times now, and Hawaii is a bit of a culture mix, you know, because I... I'm born in New Zealand, so it's got all the Kiwi Islanders there. And then yeah. I lived in Bali for eight years, so you've got that island lifestyle. Um, and, yeah, it's just such a good vibe in Hawaii. And then, yeah, there's so much, it's made up with so many Filipinos and Japanese and Fatima living in Japan and mum being Filipino. I just feel like Hawaii is, like, home, you know? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so is there any place still that you, like, really want to go that you've yet to see? So I did Europe a few years back when I was about twelve, oh, like seven years ago. Mm. I would have been like twenty five or something, um, but that was mostly like Italy and France. And yeah, so next year we're hoping to bring a ten month old baby <laughs> along. And Bluey's got family. We'll do a stopover in Dubai and Jordan, and then we'll do. Um, he's got family in London and Germany. And then we'll see if some of the family can look after the baby and we take off to Croatia or Greece or something. We'll yeah, see. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, Fatima and I went to Greece last year. Highly, highly recommend everyone to go to the Greek islands for sure. So when you go on holiday and you travel, like, do you like to be busy or do you go to sort of relax or is it a mix? Um, for me, to be honest, it's actually, I relax more at home than I do when I travel. So mm-hmm. traveling for me is more like a job because, you know, I did start off as a travel blogger. Yeah. Um, so people are expecting those photos. I'm getting, um, brands sending me lots of clothing. So I've got to shoot that or products. Mm-hmm. And then I do a lot of hotel collaborations as well. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's no. a working holiday I guess but to be honest I like being busy I guess things will be slowing down once we have a baby but we'll see yeah awesome well there you go listeners the lifestyle business fitness and travel world of Claudia Coniglin and watch her as she takes on parenthood over the next few months she'll be having a firstborn so wishing you all the best oh, and Bluey 